Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben. I'm May. And I'm Max. And we were had. Can you believe it? <laughs> there are twists and there are turns. Defleshed is a standard death. Oh, that's fun. We were had. We were. Uh, this week on the pod, we're tackling another big, big story. One of the famous ones. A Hollywood murder for the ages. The Black Dahlia. Oh, yes. Are you ready for this? We've been waiting for it. This is a big one. This is a, a good one. Yeah. We've been yep. we've been we've been banding it about, but obviously we had to hit Carly Simon first. We had to hit <laughs> you know we had to do the hits, you know. <laughs> Havana syndrome. Havana syndrome. You know what I mean? We had to get the big ones out of the way before we got into Dahlia, you know. Um, this is one of the most famous murders of all time. Now, was this one of the ones, May, that really piqued your interest in murder, in the craft? I liked this one. <laughs> this was a good one for me. I like the details surrounding her body placement. Yeah. I like all that stuff. I like yeah. that the the child that found her thought she was a mannequin at first. It's never a yeah. mannequin, as we say in the true crime community. <laughs> it's never a mannequin. <laughs> I have that shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I literally have a shirt that says it's, it's not never a mannequin. A man- <laughs> yeah. It's never a it never is a mannequin. <laughs> you guys think funny. that there's a mannequin outside your door? It's a dead body. <laughs> it's a body. No one's throwing away a mannequin. When has everyone ever... Any, uh, never. I said stroke. Because <laughs> no one's ever thrown away a mannequin, and I was so upset about it. No, if you're walking past FIT and you yeah. see a mannequin, it's not a mannequin. That's a student. It's a student. <laughs> <That's> a student. <laughs> it's a dead student. Dabber. Uh, all right, so the Black Dahlia, uh, Elizabeth Short, born July 19th. Nope, sorry, July 29th, 1924, <laughs> died uh, tragically January 15th, 1947. She was known posthumously as the, quote, Black Dahlia. She was an American woman who was found murdered in the Limart Park neighborhood of Los Angeles, California, La La Land. Made mm-hmm. famous by Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, but don't forget who became, came here before you. You know? Right. It was just a little town back then. It was just a little town. It was just yeah. a little, <laughs> little town no one knew about. Uh, her case became highly publicized due to the graphic graphic nature of the crime. Like May said, we'll get into it, but she was posed weird. Her corpse was mutilated and bisected at the waist. All the hits of oh, the yeah. terrible things that could happen to you when you get killed. Yes. Uh, so she was born in the Hyde Park section of Boston, Mass. May, are we familiar with that? I am familiar with it, yes. And? Uh, I haven't been there in years, but I think it's pretty good. <laughs> Is she Hyde Park's famous, most famous? Resident, maybe? Probably. I feel like all the celebs out of Boston are from Southie. Where's Bill Burr from? <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. a good question, High actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was the third of five daughters from Cleo and Phoebe Mae Short. All right. So she spent the last six months of her life in Southern California, SoCal, mostly in the L.A. area. Shortly before her death, she had been working as a waitress and rented a room behind the Florentine Gardens nightclub on Hollywood Boulevard. This is a classic, classic L.A. story. But the reason that she was in California in the first place, um, it was, first of all, her parents had separated for 10 years Mm -hmm. when she was a little girl, and then her dad decided to decide like try to come back into the mom's life at 10 years after the fact after she had raised all these children and her mom was like fucking no mm-hmm. but elizabeth short was the only one who like kind of accepted his apology and he was living out in california so she went out to california to spend time with him and look what happened she also was with a lot of different people yeah many gentlemen a lot of rumors about elizabeth elizabeth short and am i I believe also acting, aspiring actress, aspiring actress. Mm-hmm. But okay, that's not, not that's never been confirmed either, though. That's 
kind of it's held to be true because a lot of people have said it but she doesn't have any known acting jobs or credits but as we know living in new york city a lot of people call themselves actors comics with nothing to show for it. so <laughs> most people actually <laughs> uh, this doesn't prove that doesn't prove that she's not an actor just not a good one not a good um, one all right so on uh january 9th 1947 short returned home to her uh, home in Los Angeles after a brief trip to San Diego with Robert Red Manley, a 25-year-old married salesman she had been dating. Okay. Come on, Liz. I mean. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Red ends up being a suspect. We'll get into it later. But Manley stated that he dropped short off at the Biltmore Hotel, another L.A. hotel said to be haunted. Oh, really? Um, located on Because of this story? Uh, it was said to be haunted, but this one, now they say that they see her walking around the halls. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Uh, similar to the Los Angeles... The, the, the Cecil Hotel? The or, Cecil Hotel, or Cecil, yeah. whatever it's Cecil, called. Cecil, yeah. yes. Located at... I, I said that like I know. It's Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, Short was to, there to meet her sister, according to Red, uh, who was visiting from Boston that afternoon. By some accounts, staff of the Biltmore recalled having seen Short using the lobby telephone. Shortly after, she was allegedly seen by patrons of the, Gra- the Crown Grill Cocktail Lounge mm. at 754 South Olive Street, approximately a half a mile away from the Biltmore Hotel. Got it. And this is all still January 9th, six days. Or- this is six days. Okay, so six days they, there's a lot of speculation of that. The lost week of Elizabeth Short is what they was what they call it because it's the last week where it's like the, this is really the only Ooh. substantiated stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. Six days later, her body is found. It was probably a bleak six days. Yeah, she wasn't having a good six days. No. Let oh, me tell no. you something. And we oh, will yeah. get into that. On the morning, I didn't even think of it like that. It was six days of torture. Six that, days of torture. Saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the morning of January 15th. <laughs> oh, yeah. It may go, ah, it's a shame. <laughs> it's too bad. <laughs> On the morning of January 15th, 1947, Short's naked body was found severed into two pieces on a vacant lot on the west side of South Norton Avenue, midway between Coliseum Street and West 39th Street in Limart Park, Los Angeles. At the time, the neighborhood was largely undeveloped. Having said that, local resident Betty Bersinger discovered the body at approximately 10 a.m. while walking with her three-year-old daughter on her way to run an errand at a shoe repair shop. The two of them were walking down the street on the way to do their errands. The mom uh, was like quoted for saying, being like, I thought it was a mannequin, like you said, because the, the... body was so white she was like it's so white it didn't look like um it didn't look like it ever real. had life it oh real. God. well it was drained um, of blood it was drained of blood yes it was, so it was clearly moved uh yeah. after she actually died it was drained of blood and gruesomely disfigured so much like the cattle mutilated yeah the cattle that were mutilated let's not no blood. leave aliens out of the questions here <laughs> i mean let's actually good that's good that's good <laughs> you bring that back with the later keep that in your top of your mind cattle mutilation <laughs> Maybe it was the cows getting us back one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, so uh, her body was completely severed at the waist and drained of blood, leaving her skin a pallid white. Medical examiners determined that she had been dead for around 10 hours prior to the discovery, leaving her time of death either sometime during the evening of January 14th or the early morning hours of January 15th. Oh, that's terrible because if she was, if this all happened on January 9th, that, oh, that just goes back to what we were saying before about how miserable that week must have yeah. been. Yeah. Un- unless, uh, I hope she had a couple of good lunches that maybe nobody saw her at before that, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like it. Uh, the body had apparently been washed by the killer, like he used like gasoline, which we'll learn later. Um, her face had been slashed from the corners of her mouth to her ears, creating an effect known as the Glasgow smile. Ooh. Think the Joker. Yeah. Also, they later determined that that was done while she was alive. They cut 
because you can tell, I guess, oh, with like the, like way, the, the way that the scar is the, healing. I guess the scars, yeah, the, the, the bruising Holy or whatever. Shit. So she got Glasgowed while she was alive. She had several. Oh, she also had several cuts on her thigh and breast where entire portions of flesh had been sliced away. Her nipples away. were taken away. She had like, yeah, but she had yeah. random chunks all over her body just missing. Yep. The lower half of her body was positioned a foot away from the upper and her intestines had been tucked neatly beneath her buttocks. What a weird... That's disgusting. Honestly, murderers like this, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cut it out. Hey, come on. <laughs> we live cool in a society. <laughs> And also her her organs, her reproductive organs were taken out and oh. she had a tattoo that was on her calf that was of a rose and it was sliced off of her calf and the skin from the rose was put up her vagina. Oh my God. Good thing we didn't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I didn't, I don't know what fucking site you read that on. I didn't These get... are important <laughs> details. Are they? Why can't I remember things for work? Yeah. But I can, I can remember this until the day that I die. Well, I see how this would stick with you. Yeah. yeah I don't think that's actually that you big of a You don't forget about that. So the corpse had been posed with her hands over her head, her elbows bent at right angles, and her legs spread apart. Provocative. Yeah. Oh my God. The autopsy revealed she was five foot five tall, weighed 115 pounds, and had light blue eyes, brown hair, and badly decayed teeth. I don't know why it says brown hair because she famously had very dark hair. That's one of the, the explanations of A black, black hair, the black dahlia. That was one of the guesses at why she was called that. There's many disputes over who came up with it. By oh, the way. okay. It was um, a movie, right? The uh, Blue Dahlia. It, just, it was a. It was originally. People oh, thought okay. it might have been a play on the Blue Dahlia, but then some got it, got it, got journalists okay. yeah, yeah. C- uh, took credit for it. Also, the the flower tattoo. Some people thought it was part of that because they. Oh right. But also because of the dark hair and stuff. Yeah. People. People. Some people said that she was known in the scene as the Black Dahlia. So it was like. Mm, I don't okay. think she was really part of the scene. Honestly, I think she was like. Yeah. Yeah, and she also she had a weird past. I don't know if you're about if you're going to get into this, but she. Uh, she would lie to people about really weird things. Like she lied about having a fiance. Yeah. She lied about having a fiance in the war and said that he died in the war, but then there was no like evidence of that. And if she, and like, then she said that later on, she said that they were married, but then she never got any benefits from the government, which you would have if you were widowed from war. And so it was very strange. And then she was sort of like a recluse for a while because her dad kicked her out of the house after she had gone cross country to live with him. And so she was kind of homeless for a little while. So I don't know if she was kicking around with some people out of just, you know, desperation. Yeah. Also, I mean, maybe this is she was a bit of a con woman. Maybe she was uh, aspiring socialite. Maybe. Yeah. People, some people called her a hooker. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I didn't say that. That was one of the rumors. We'll get into a lot of rumors about her because so much of this case, because the fucking newspapers, by the way, everybody involved is, is a corrupt fuck in oh, LA at yeah. this time, by the way. The newspapers were trying actively trying to keep information, yeah. <laughs> information <laughs> hidden. The cops were useless because they were all on the take and everybody wanted the scoop. So... The story ended up becoming so so much fictionalized before it even became like figured out what was happening. So they had to go against the grain again. It was stupid. Okay, uh, but she was identified after her finger. Oh God, this last one was um, her. Uh, she had been raped. Okay, because her butt was dilated. Ooh. Oh God. So, How do we go from the "You're so vain" episode <laughs> to this? I- <laughs> So it's just, a lot. We got a lot of cred from the You're So Vain episode as very light podcasters, and then we yeah. just really made a 180. Honestly, right back down it. <laughs> being anally raped is way gnarlier than just getting regular raped. 
I guess they're both pretty bad. But I'm not going to weigh in on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So For you listeners at home, write in whether you. <laughs> Would you rather be sodomized or just your classic everyday rape? Should we make it one of those like Instagram story uh, polls for the for the <laughs> listeners at home? That's so bad. It's really not good. Uh, she was identified after her fingerprints were sent to the FBI via sound photo, a device which transmitted images by telephone and was normally used for news photographs. Hi, How Jack. cool and sci-fi is that, that is for cool. 1947? Oh, yeah, wow. it really is. Sound photo. Um, her fingerprints were on file from her 1943 arrest, which I clicked the little link. It didn't tell me what she was arrested for, but it would. I would assume it had something to do with the miscreant being on the street yeah. or doing something along those kind of lines. Uh, some somewhere along the line, she she got taken in and booked. Um, yeah, she's pretty. Fa- I can picture her headshot, but I can't remember what she was booked for. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful girl. Yeah, she's very pretty. Um, it's immediately a shame about following the teeth. her. Oh my god! Immediately, yeah, the bottom row, especially <laughs> the cade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> immediately following her identification, reporters from the Los Angeles Examiner uh, contacted her mother, Phoebe Short, in Boston, and told her that her daughter had won a beauty contest. The what? this this news outlet did this it was only after prying as much personal information as they could from phoebe that the reporters revealed that her daughter had in fact been murdered the news the shit. newspaper offered to pay her airfare and accommodations if she would travel to los angeles to help with the police investigation that was yet another ploy since the newspaper kept her away from police and other reporters to res- to protect its scoop the Examiner and another Hearst newspaper, the Los Angeles Herald Express, later sensationalized the case with one article from the Examiner describing the black tailored suit short was last seen wearing as a tight skirt and a sheer blouse. Oh my God. The media nicknamed her as the Black Dahlia and described her as an adventuress and who prowled Hollywood Boulevard. Boulevard. Additional newspaper reports such as one published in the Los Angeles Times on January 17th deemed the murder as a sect, sex fiend slang. Ooh, so it's just pure boy. sensationalism. So that's yeah. what they did. So no one was ever good. Do. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are your days. So go fuck yourself with your golden age in newspaper. Fake news was always here. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, but how fucked up? Because right away they're, they're muddying the waters. Yeah. And making this. She was wearing a, a suit, a black tailored suit. And they told, they called it a tight skirt and a sheer blouse. That's, that's how you sensationalize it and make it more like, oh, she was a seductress. She was some sort of adventuress. Right. Lady which, of the night. Yeah. Lady of the night. Apparently exactly. she was a party girl, which I was like, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God forbid you have a, little, a, a couple of bevies. All of a sudden you're a slut. Uh, on January 21st, 1947, a person claiming to be Short's killer placed a phone call to the office of James Richardson, the editor of The Examiner, congratulating Richardson on the newspaper's coverage of the case and stated he planned on eventually turning himself in, but not before allowing police to pursue him, pursue him further. Additionally, the caller told Richardson <laughs> to, quote, expect some souvenirs of Beth Short in the mail. Ew. So some Zodiac reminiscent things. Zodiac was yeah. years later, mm-hmm. um, but very similar kind of taunting the police right. being mm-hmm. like, um, and a very similar thing. He sent in a note. Uh, it was like weirdly, uh, here, I'll get into it more. January 24th, a uh, suspicious Manila envelope was discovered by a U.S. Postal Service worker. The envelope had been addressed to the Los Angeles Examiner and other Los Angeles newspapers, exactly like what that happened with San right. Francisco, with individual words that had been cut and pasted from newspaper clips and additional 
Uh, additionally, a large message on the face of the envelope read, here is Dahlia's belongings, letter to follow. Mm-hmm. The envelope contained shorts, birth certificate, bis- business cards, photographs, names written on pieces of paper, and an address book with the name Mark Hansen embossed on the cover. Also, that address book had a few pages removed from it, suggesting that Weird. maybe it was somebody that she knew because they removed a couple pages from also, it. Also, her birth certificate. I'm that like, was what I was just going to yeah, say. insane. How I don't would know how you they get got that all of it. Was it her dad? Exactly. What also explains that it might have been somebody that knew her because they yeah. had they they must have been in her house because nobody travels with all of that, right? I don't no. Know, maybe I'm not a 47 gal, but I don't know. <laughs> the packet had been clear. Was carefully- birth certificate like your ID back then? No. Completely. No. No one's no. traveling with their birth certificate. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. insane. I don't even know where mine is. Um, the, the, <laughs> the packet had been carefully cleaned with gasoline, similar to how her shorts body, remember how I said that her, her body was cleaned with gasoline to cover up, the, to take away prints and stuff, which led police to suspect the packet had been sent directly by the killer because that's, oh, wow. that was kind of his thing. Yeah. Despite the efforts to clean the packet, several partial fingerprints were lifted from the envelope and sent to the Federal Bureau of Investigation or FBI for testing. <laughs> <laughs> However, thank the, you. The, thank the, you. From now on, we will refer to it as the FBI, but keep in mind, along, follow along, follow along. We're going to use some fancy <laughs> abbreviations. Also, identification will be referred to as ID, which <laughs> However, the prints were compromised in transit and thus could not be properly analyzed. A lot of shit like this happens throughout the case, by the way, where it's like we lost it. There's mm. also later recorded of a suspect in this house that they lost the recordings. How convenient. I know. Maybe it was a police officer. Or somebody who was being paid. Right. Who was paying police officers. Right. I see, I see, yeah. They were all, the LA, in the 40s, not a nice place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can't trust anybody. And the taxes over there. The taxes. Oh, and and Johnny Law was not on your team, as opposed to today, when you can trust a cop. Oh, (laughs) yeah. They're upstanding citizens. <laughs> they are our heroes. <laughs> okay, let's get you want to get into suspects? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. And you're gonna you're gonna be not gonna be surprised at the fact that there have been a lot of suspects. Mm-hmm. And similarly to Zodiac, etc., thousands of people were questioned. What was it? Uh, D.B. Cooper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of people. They, I mean, celebrities were all I'm gonna list people. There were celebrities named as possible suspects. Uh, also because it's Hollywood and people that she was rumored to be involved in the scene. So a large number of it also spread a large number of confessions. So fake yeah. confessions are a huge thing and family members being thrown under the bus. Yeah. A very popular <laughs> thing being like, my asshole dad did it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, many of them were deemed false. During the initial investigation into her murder, police received a total of 60 confessions, most wow. made by men, so which would imply that some were made by non-binary or women, uh, which equality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> since that time, over 500 people have confessed to the crime. Oh, wow. Some of whom had not even been born at the time of the death. That makes sense. Which tracks. Mm-hmm. Sergeant John P. St. John, come on. How great is that name? John oh, nice. P. St. John. John wow. P. St. John, a detective who worked <laughs> the case until his retirement, and I guess he became a cartoon, stated, uh, <laughs> quote, it is amazing how many people offer up a relative as the killer. That's oh, a direct yeah. quote from John P. St. John. That's a classic John P. St. John. People love <laughs> canceling their own family. <laughs> they love it. Just tell, why can't you just be like tax evasion or something? Why do they have to be the, this mutilation killer? It's crazy. Uh, that seems like my dad. <laughs> yeah, that seems like you something. say, that's Uncle Ron. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, suspects remaining under discussion by various authors and experts include a doctor named Walter Bailey, proposed by the former Times copy editor Larry Harnish, Times publisher Norman Chandler, whom bio- biographer Daniel- Donald Wolf claims impregnated short, Ooh. Leslie Dillon, Joseph A. Dumai, Artie Lane, a.k.a. Jeff Ar- Connors. I you said Artie, Artie Lang. Lang. Artie Lang, born later. Uh, Mark Hansen, Dr. Francis E. Sweeney, Woody Guthrie, Bugsy Woody. Siegel. Orson Welles. Woody Guthrie, Woody Guthrie, Bugsy Siegel, Bugsy Siegel. Yeah, Orson yeah. Welles, Orson Welles. Yeah, so that the, the celebrities mentioned. George Hodel, Hodel's friend Fred Saxon, George Knowlton, Robert M. Red Manley, that guy that dropped her off, Patrick S. O'Reilly, and Jack Anderson Wilson. So those are some of the hits. Mm-hmm. So I have, mm. there were, it came down to really two. There's a third, but that guy, we have no idea who that guy is. So okay. go fuck yourself. The detective, Woody that was Guthrie. Uh, that name sounds like a murder name. But he, it's, he was the folk singer who wrote This Land is Your Land. <laughs> Made for you and <laughs> <laughs> Also, Bugsy Siegel, I don't think it's a mob. I don't think there's mob ties. It's too fucked and weird for it to be mobs. Like, they would just shoot you. Also, Bugsy Siegel must have, this was like right around when he yeah, died. Yeah, the drain to blood stuff. Although, yeah. what are you talking about? Torsos are washed up on shore yeah. every other week in, in the case. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's commonplace. Orson Welles is interesting because it said William Randolph Hearst's mm-hmm. paper was slandering, was like making rumors about so this. Yep, William Randolph Hearst had a real beef with Orson Welles, so right. maybe he was the one that threw a little suggested it was Orson. Oh, boy, you can't trust anybody, huh? No. Thank God you have that weird mind. Um, <laughs> so, first up with the suspects, Robert Red Manley, the yes. guy who dropped her off at the hotel, the last place she was seen alive. But he passed two polygraph tests. Yes. Oh, also, but come on. 1947 yeah. polygraph, polygraph okay. test. Right. The, the little needle didn't move at all. He's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> the needle doesn't even work. Yeah. <laughs> His nose just, didn't grow. It's just one guy looking him <laughs> deep in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. um, they also put truth serum in him, sodium chloride, years later, which he also passed. Sodium That's, chloride is just salt. So uh, basically, not sodium chloride. Whatever the, the yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> there, is a, there is a... The truth got serum it, got it, got has it. a name. It's supposed to like... It makes you like, um, I don't even know how to say it. Like, you're it not as reactive as you normally or something. would be. Yeah. It's fake. It's fake. It's mm-hmm. fake. It's 1940s it's, shit. Got yeah. it. Okay. So you're not going to believe this, though. Anyway, he passed all that stuff, so they walked away from it, even though, because he was like, I wasn't even there, even though you're the last guy that saw her. You know yeah. what I mean? Also, you were cheating on your wife with this woman. Totally. So you're not exactly a great A guy. Oh, and- but I, I think that the cheating on the wife thing, though, could explain why he's all, I wasn't even there. Well, of course, but then he admitted to cheating on her with his or cheating on his wife with Elizabeth, and he said that his wife and him were doing an experiment to see if he was still in love with her. And then it turns out he's still in love with his wife. I was like, well, how convenient! Oh, that worked. Uh, Elizabeth's the one that's dead. Oh uh, well, but the well. marriage survived. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a good guy. That's lovely. All right, but you're not going to believe this. He, okay, he dies of an a quote accidental fall. 39 years later on the day he had last seen her when he dropped her off. So okay. you're saying you're thinking the anniversary suicide. of the death. Well, accidental fall. I'm not saying it was suicide. I'm not saying it wasn't suicide. I'm not saying it wasn't a ghost. I'm not saying it wasn't a, some sort of uh, murder. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe a vengeful spirit. <laughs> that would be nice if spirits could murder their How murderers. How sweet would that be? That would be nice. That but would it, be nice. That but would it be takes nice. 39 years. It takes 39 years to the right. day. Yeah. And you get one shot at it. <laughs> Take it. Um, so that was a little fun kind of thing. It that's also could just be a coincidence, but. But that's a crazy coincidence. No. We hear it, we were had. 
don't exactly believe in coincidences. I don't know the meaning of the word coincidence. I can't spell it. That To me, that feels guilty, though, to like have it haunt you so much. And then, you know, let's yeah. be honest. Accidental fall. Okay, you killed yourself. Yeah. On the day that you killed this woman. Yeah. 39 years is not a round number. I'm not impressed. Yeah, if it was like the 20th or the 50th, yeah. the centennial. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. That's true, yeah. <laughs> the bicentennial? That's 50. 700 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the second one before I get into the prime suspect is Detective Ralph Asdell. Not that uh, he wasn't a suspect, but he was the last living detective that they talked to in the late 90s. He actually worked on this case. He was the last one alive. He said he had tracked down the killer but wasn't able to identify him or arrest him. So, so that doesn't make any sense. You can't identify them, but what? you've tracked down the killer. So he had gotten some tips. He was hot on his trail because like, there was like a car scene nearby. And so he was, he was hitting the streets. He was working the beat. And okay. <laughs> he like ended up coming across this guy. Didn't get his name, but like he saw him. But he wasn't able to arrest him because he didn't have enough to book him on. You know, mm. he would have to let him go anyway. Okay. Um, my thought process with this is, you know, last one alive. This one followed you for your whole life. Yeah. Uh, it, you're old. You're an old man. You're like, I, I did it. I solved it. I knew the whole time. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I solved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm the hero you're waiting for. Uh, I'm, mm. Yeah, Ralph, write it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why would he think that that's the guy, though? I don't know. And why wouldn't you at least write down where he lived? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this guy's just a big old liar. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just a bit. It would. It that would be. It's also not unbelievable that he, like he just came across the killer because he was pointing in the right direction, and then he just was never able to kind of really figure out who that was. But how lame. Yeah, yeah that's lame. Anyway, let's get into the main one. Okay. I told May before this. We agreed that like this is kind of barely unsolved because it's kind of it's low key solved. There's oh, the, okay. This last suspect really. There are way too many, you want to talk about coincidences, way too many signs that point to yes. But also, when you talk about documentaries, all those things, you can just kind of make facts pile in a way that you wanted to say. That being said, facts don't lie, and uh, this man's dirty. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, so George Hill Hodel Jr., you'll remember him from my list of suspects. They had suspected him um, of the crime. Okay. But he ne- he ne- was never formally charged with the crime. He was never arrested. But he came to way wider attention as a suspect after his death when he was accused by his son, an L.A. homicide detective, Whoa. Steve Hodel, of killing Short and committing several other additional murders. Whoa. He said he committed this murder, other murders. He had also he mentioned that he might have been the Zodiac. He mentioned he might have yeah. been X Y Z. But he was like he was like he, at least he was definitely definitely killed. Elizabeth Short. Ever and, convicted of sorry, ever convicted of anything? He was never convicted of anything. Nothing. He was suspected okay. in a lot of stuff, which I'll bring into why that's fishy, why he was always brought up. He was brought up as a suspect, but he was never actually brought in or arrested because the fucking guy was a rich doctor with a lot of good friends. Right, we'll but that would also more. make sense that he would be a good suspect because the, like her incisions were pretty exactly clear so people it was one of those things where people had always kind of thought or assumed that it was somebody with at least medical training Mm. and this guy was a known a a successful surgeon he he was a surgeon right and i'll get into a bunch of other stuff um so uh george hill hodel jr the suspect he worked at a vd clinic which made which means he had access to a lot of women, a lot of secrets, a lot of people that may have been cheating or doing abortions Wait, and that kind of stuff. Wait, what's a VD clinic? Venereal disease. Oh, oh, venereal. Let's see. Uh, oh, I got it. I thought it said for something. Veterans? Yeah, got it. Did you think it was veterans? I thought it was a veterans thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's VA. Ah, VA. Okay, got Get it. your head. 
How do you know? <laughs> I didn't know there was a venereal <laughs> disease <laughs> clinic. So like a Planned Parenthood of its time? Yeah, kind of, sort I of? guess, yeah. Okay. Um, he was reported to have been seen with Short. Some people said that they, they had been seen along. Also, his son found pictures in his old photo albums of a woman that looked like Elizabeth Short. Mm. Okay. That being said, they were shown to photo experts. One photo expert said 85% chance it's not Elizabeth Short. Another oh. photo expert said 95% chance it is. She's mm. pretty recognizable, too, so that's weird. Let's see these photos. That discrepancy is... I don't have yeah. the photos. Um... There's also there was a handwriting expert because of the note and stuff. Yeah, you're not gonna believe this. Also divided. Um, <laughs> one handwriting expert that Steve Hodell hired himself said definitively it was the guy, but it's like I'm gonna trust your guy. Yeah. Let me get a Crazy. second pair of eyes on this. <laughs> All right. So prior to the Dahlia case, this guy, Doctor Hodell, was a suspect in the de- death of his secretary, Ruth Balding, okay. but he wasn't charged. He was also accused of raping his daughter Tamar by her, but later acquitted after other family members came forward and said he didn't do he didn't he would never do that. He this fled, fucking guy. He fled the country several times and spent 1950 to 1990 in the Philippines. You're gonna not gonna believe that, but that was right after he was accused by rape, of raping his daughter. He spent forty he spent the next forty years in the Philippines. Jesus, and also I mean, the Dahlia was killed in 1947. Yeah, and they suspected him of doing it. So you just go to the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. that's where you go. Uh. Tamar, his daughter, by the way. <laughs> well, that's where the that's where the four chan people went after oh, they really? got. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, seriously, Philippines really? is where you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sure that's where four nice. chan and eight chan is like launched out of is the Philippines because they're Did just you like to be a twelve chan. Oh God, I hope not. Someone sees the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at math. Um, or sixteen might be multiplied by two, not add by four. Okay. No. <laughs> Let's get back into it. <laughs> Oh, he's derailing shit. All right. Uh, so parabolic. This, this poor girl <laughs> had a baby at 15. She had accused of her father of raping her at 14. Oh, no. So it's a baby. She inbred? also said she had she ran away from home, by the way. Oh, God. She went away from home and she, she accused him of this. She also said at 11, he was trying to teach her oral sex. <gasps> uh, he also uh, uh, gave her as a gift to his friends, as a sexual oh. gift to his friends. Her The baby that she had was adopted. Oh, okay. At the time when it, it, the, it was it was famous, it, it was kind of said that she was pregnant when she accused him of raping her. But then it was also said that she aborted it. But then she had a baby at fifteen. Okay. So it wasn't definitely his. Right, right, right. But and they made a couple of TV Probably shows, his, by the way, about that. There was like one where like, with like Chris Pine or something, and like the, the granddaughter finds out that her grandfather was also her father. Like, and it was oh, this, oh, yeah, no, it's been like brought into TV and stuff because that's a horrible story, but also that's good TV. Oh. Um. So why was it him? The guy was a successful surgeon. He was a known partier and womanizer who was into sadomasochism, and he had several ties to the Hollywood scene. He was yeah. in the scene. He had parties at his house with celebrities there. A lot. He also had a secret room in his house that the kids weren't allowed to go in. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is he definitely murdered her there and then brought can her I, out. Can I give you one final nail in the coffin here before you oh, ask? Yeah. Wait, Do you one, want to ask a stupid question, Ben? Yeah, please. Yeah. One... <laughs> One stupid question. Uh, but how, if, uh, again, the birth certificate thing and all that information that he had on her, how yeah. does that clock with him murdering her in that secret room? Does that, 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 that part doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, if you. I'm just saying all that information or whatever that, that had to be there, I feel like he had to murder Here's the her in thing. Her house. They found, they, they found like a purse of hers and a few other things like in an alley. Oh, after okay. the the Manila folder and that kind of stuff, the, those other belongings were. To them. They also the guy who found the purse was a suspect as well, but they ended up acquitting him as well. Um, okay, here's the thing: if she was a woman who got who got was 
moved across the country, got kicked out of her house, had right. been homeless, got dropped off at a hotel. She probably kept everything with she her in her purse. With her. That's okay. true. Yeah. Now that I'm was, thinking about it, yeah. like, it makes sense that she had everything. Like, there are reports of her like spending the night in like a movie theater. Yeah. Like so she was trying to like skirt by and be, you know, she didn't really have like a home base. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's go into the last thing. The police, when they thought he did it, they bugged his house. Okay. How did they do that back then? I have no... They also had SoundCloud or whatever yeah. the fuck that was, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> um, so he was caught on tape. By the way, these recordings, are don't, they, they got lost. Of course There are transcripts did. of the recordings, though. But the recordings, you're not going to believe this. I lost him. This makes me think that the police were tied into this. And I'll because, tell you why on. they were definitely tied into it. So first of all, the first thing that's incriminating is he said something along the lines of they, they, they suspect me. of they, they want to prove that I did it, but uh, they have no way of proving it because my secretary's dead. They can't talk to her. Well, that's convenient. Great. Another this, woman he was accused of killing, by but, the way. <laughs> Hold on. Did his yeah. secretary die before or his after? secretary died before. Before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. He also, uh, on tape, is caught. Talking about being like that boy really paid off uh, having a guy in the police. I'm look. I'm trying to get somebody in the in the DA's office now. It'd be, oh I, it God. would be good to get somebody in the DA's office. Okay. Okay. There was also a a rumor of one of the transcripts said it sounded like a woman being attacked in the basement. Oh my God! If you're tape, if go in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was never whatever. This motherfucker died of natural causes at, at 1999 at age 91. Wow. That's terrible. That's what a... The, the, talk about the bad die, die uh, old. Let me tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get into a couple of other things that I was saying with the... What? Is that an expression or were you just reversing the, good the die Billy die Joel young. song? The, the, okay, the, the bad die, die old, the good die young, you know? <laughs> you know what I was? John St. P. John. <laughs> Getting badder every day. <laughs> um... There was so much that pointed to him doing like he was in the Hollywood scene. He also like the way that the body was put like he was obsessed with art. Yeah. And this might have been like a weird attempt at like an art piece as yeah. well, like an God. ode to that because he had like he it always had like the the socialites and, and those people over the house. He had like parties. So and he's stuff. super rich. He's super rich. OK. Um, the super rich are into some kinky shit. I mean, look was, at Army. He, he hung out with Hollywood elites. He. Also, because of that, the clinic that he worked at, yeah. the theories are maybe he had he got some dirt on cops and stuff. People that yeah. cheated on their wives, the mistresses that had ab- abortions and that kind of stuff. So he might have also not only was he paying people off, he might have also had blackmail, blackmail. on these on on important people. Mm-hmm. Because to this day, things have been thrown out. People were uh, he was famously acquitted of of a bunch of stuff that he should not have been acquitted of. Yeah. So like, was the there- daughter rape? I scream into the microphone. <laughs> Chief among them. <laughs> yes, Ben. So was uh, was there any sort of hunt for him? I mean, I know he left the country, but no, I mean, he was never actually charged with the crime. Like he was never actually so arrested. So they can't extradite him back to here because they don't have any. Yeah, I I should I I don't remember where he died, but let me tell you something. Ninety one. Happy in bed. Well, it's also very sketchy for somebody who's so prominent and seems to have such a good life and he's super rich and he has these parties and whatever to all of a sudden fuck off to the Philippines for 40 years for 40 years like that's a long vacation yeah um so I want to end with like the reason why another reason why it could all get very like crazy is because of the amount of lies that were surrounded around this from the beginning remember what we talked about with the fucking the examiner Mm -hmm. straight up imagine the poor mother 
Then they paid for the woman to come out there, and then they wouldn't even they wouldn't even let her talk to the police. It was all they were just fucking getting a scoop. That's mm-hmm. insane. Doing it all for a scoop. All right. According to Anne Marie De Stefano of the Portland Tribune, many quote unsubstantiated stories have circulated about Short over the years. She was a prostitute. She was frigid. She was pregnant. She was a lesbian. And somehow, instead of fading over time, the legend of the Black Dahlia just keeps getting more convoluted. Hmm. Um, she like many of like there was like a a book written by this guy Gilmore called Severed about it. Um, and she said that this book is based, is quote, the way people just take advantage of this six, six stuff. I guess we're making a podcast about, but still, (laughs) she described the book as quote, 25% mistakes and 50% fiction. Jesus Christ. That's That's, not very good. And that I would say is probably up to a hundred. That's par for the course. (laughs) Maybe 25% truth. truth. Yeah. Oh, okay. Implied. Mathematician over here. Yeah. Fucking guy. Well, Um, it wasn't stated explicitly. I'm very literal. Let me tell you something. Everybody involved in this case should be arrested. Yeah, literally. <laughs> not, not just the murderer. <laughs> every police officer, every fucking journalist. First of all, the examiner. How are they not obstruction justice there? What not that a charge? Which Wait, which journalist? The I'm people sorry. that called the mom and had her not talk to the police and got all oh. pumped her for personal information. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Everyone should be... Printing lies about it immediately. Including the little girl who found her. People were, yeah. racing, <laughs> the people were racing to do to, to make it like a gotcha fun story. Well, they also, Terrible. by the way, this woman was cut in half and left bled out in a uh, on the side of the road. How much more exciting or sensational did you need to make it? She had to be sexy too before it happened. Yeah, right. I don't know why. Why did you need to make it sexy? And the face scars. I keep forgetting about that, and then remembering that they slid open her face while she was alive. Oh, yeah. She also had the the ties around. Like she was clearly tortured before. She was tortured. And I'm guessing a lot of it happened before she died. I'm but she also had like concussions and like the, the thing she got hit in the head and like she was yeah. like her face was cut and stuff because she like took blows. Oh man, brutal. So do you Awful. think it's the brutality in terms of because there are some of these murder cases? I mean, obviously because it's unsolved, that's part of the reason why it lives on. I think it's one of those things where it's the brutality of it, but I think it's because the media made it such a big thing right off the mm-hmm. bat. It just it snowballed into it was it was a mythological case before at when it happened one week right. after it happened it was already this kind of larger than life case that was no longer even about Elizabeth Short now it was just about like did this director did Orson Welles mm, do it right. like and then it became yeah, yeah. So that's in terms of the sensationalism you can't take away the fact that it's L A that it's Hollywood it's right L A it's, it's the a, place where sensationalism yeah. happens it's, you want these people to be bad as much as you want them to be good you know right, what I mean that right. is that's the the whole thing with uh, successful people. Hollywood, all that kind of stuff. Bring them up, tear them down. Exactly. Which I'm sure will happen to us once we hit the top. (laughs) Good luck finding something in this podcast that we say wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever makes them listen. I don't care. If they want to comb through this and find the many times I've said horrible things and put that compilation, that sounds good. (laughs) I think the chief among them will be the vaginal versus anal rape um, argument. (laughs) All right, well, now we can't cut that out because now we're referencing it. I don't... Well, I'm uh, just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I will end my, my I kind of... <laughs> things that I was saying with being like, it was definitely that doctor. Though. Come it was, on, right? it was 100% that doctor. I mean, so we're letting Red off the hook. Oh, Red, Red is definitely yeah. off the hook, yeah. Red okay. Manley, the guy... I mean, he wasn't an innocent man. He was cheating on his wife, but she sent him there to make sure he was still in love with her. So actually, he, yeah. <laughs> was he a good husband, to be fair? <laughs> I mean, he dropped this nice girl off and then went back to his wife and said he still loves her. And he took the truth serum, which we know is scientifically factual. Yeah, he took the truth serum. Okay, then. Two <laughs> polygraph tests. <Yeah. laughs> One with truth Although serum. Although I also read something 
about like he was he spent some time in an insane asylum and like he heard voices. So is that right? Yeah, I, I think it was him. Huh? Yeah. Maybe okay. you're the one hearing voices. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> um, but that is the Black Dahlia. We did it. Wow. We did it. We did it. We did it. Our white whale. Yeah. Black whale. Mm. Killer whale. Mm. Oh! Oh, well. All right, bye.